Man, I don't know if this is going to work, guys. <laughs> oh, you guys are back. All right. I can't get Chris on now. Chris ain't here. Chris? <laughs> Without Chris, it's just CN. <laughs> Hopefully he sees this. Crap, what, what number of podcasts are we up to? I have no idea. Time to check the site. See it in your eyes. <laughs> time, time to check yourgigs.com. <laughs> Chris, are you there? Chris? Chris? No! He was disconnected. Is this his own fault? Chris? Yep, I'm here. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Did you get my message, Chris? Yeah, I got it. It's only CN. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're up. This will be 91. 91. If we can actually get started. Alright. So, 91. Alright. Oh, let me pull up this again. <laughs> Bam! There we go. Alright, we'll go ahead. We're gonna wing this because I don't know I don't know where some of this information is, so in five, four Wait, 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 wait. Where are we starting at? <laughs> okay. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Where do we have a script on, on the Facebook page? No, it's on uh Jugles or wherever your email is. On Jugles. <laughs> well it's on Jugles it's online. Yours is gonna be at Jugles as well. Wait, what's Jugles? <laughs> Jugles! I don't see no Jugles on my on my computer. Jugles, Jugles, Jugles. <laughs> okay, I'm on Jugles. What am I looking at? Gmail. Your Jugle mail, man. Jugle mail. Jugle mail. The ju the Jugle mail. The Jugle mail. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was in mail. You said Jugle. I'm sorry, you kept looking in the females. <laughs> For some reason, Pornhub kept popping up. I don't know. Right. Does that mean you're hitting control P? Maybe. Well, that's, con that's print, but. Oh, you're scripture. It's control G, guys. Oh, control G. <laughs> My bad. Control Gigolo. Even though Gigolo is spelled with a J. Gigolo. Right, let me see. You've got mail. <laughs> Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I said jiggles, not owls. Not owls. 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 Do you still pay for that too? Uh, no. Oh. I was going to say, if you do. Fighter? <laughs> it is, actually. Is it really? Yeah. You still have to dial in? <laughs> yep. You have to pay a monthly fee for it too and everything? It's that's stupid. When, when, uh, when you dial in, does it say, do you want to play a game? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, Dominic's, uh, Dominic told me his mom still pays for it. And I'm like, holy Oh, man. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, all right. So is this a CNC podcast or is this just a regular podcast? It's just a regular podcast on steroids. So no cursing. 
Uh, no, they, they can be cursing. <laughs> Ledger, I'll bleep it out. <laughs> oh. Hi. You guys there? Me? Oh, yeah. I guess it, you, uh, Nick's internet kicked me out. Again? Again? <laughs> My internet sucks, dude. So, well, so get Cox. Is, is this CNC or is it regular? It's regular, but you can curse, apparently. Regular, but try regular, but try not to curse. I guess. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're able to end up bleeping it out anyway, so can't censor this. <laughs> There's too much here to be censoring. <laughs> all right, ninety-one. So, <laughs> well, all right, ninety-one. Nick, stop laughing. You gotta start. You gotta start recording. <laughs> Start recording. Right. Start recording. Stop I, laughing. I've been recording. And now Wait, we're recording. Record. All right, recording in five, four. Hasn't recorded yet. Yes, two. Good times. Good times, gentlemen. Chris, oh, Corey. Chris, yeah. No, it's Corey. No, Chris. I'm highly offended. Chris. I'm leaving this podcast now. Goodbye. You can leave it because all they need is the first C. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I need the other C. Corey, come back. Well. Back. All right. Let's go. <laughs> well, well, on the topic, I know we were discussing this briefly before the podcast, but um, I guess the uh, intro info for the next CNC. Do you guys have any idea when that's going to be? That's all up to Chris. That's all up to the second C. Yeah, Chris. Chris. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, the second C makes the decisions, and Chris is the first C, so. False. All right. <laughs> you're, going, you're going reverse uh, alphabetical order. I don't know how many times we got to go through this, Chris. <laughs> the age-old question. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Well, we'll have one soon. That's what we're gonna say right now, because uh, we don't want to promise any specific date. Uh, I know that we have uh, the back end of the sea doing Twitch podcasting every uh, every Tuesday. Chris, I didn't know that you're podcasting on my day to Twitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, Corey. <laughs> I can tell you with one hundred percent certainty that on Tuesday. Is Corey's day for CNC and C? We'll be <laughs> uh, we'll be playing Elder Scrolls Online for everybody that likes to watch. Oh yeah, because you're getting into that beta, aren't you? 
Uh, well, it's early, early access. access. So it's yeah, the full yeah. game for you, right? Yeah, it releases on on Sunday, uh, which is when I'll start be able to having be able to get in. Um, I'll see about maybe playing it earlier than that uh, on Twitch, but for sure I won't play. I'll I will be playing on Tuesday. I'm working on getting betas for other people too, Chris. Okay. I I just need to follow up with those and see if they'll uh, flow some codes. Well, the the game is actually releasing as early access releasing on Sunday, which is five days before the release date, which is the fourth of April. So yeah. it's oh. it's actual like full release. It's not beta anymore. Beta's yeah, done. Yeah, the, the beta last beta was last weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which, so, which so, we're, so who's getting the early, who gets the early access ones? Uh, whoever pre-ordered for the PC. You get oh. whoever whoever gets the whoever pre-orders through uh, Bethesda and Zenimax or Zeni, yeah Zenimax, they uh, they get five days early access, which is what I did. Oh, cool. Uh, some folks, some of the retailers are doing three-day early access. And then... Uh, one day. Or one-day early access, and then launch day. Or two and a half days. days. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really weird, too, that, like how they're releasing on the 4th, because it's not a Tuesday, and it's not yeah. a first it's party. It's Thursday, isn't it? I believe so. It's a Friday, actually. A Friday. Okay, that makes sense. They, they have to be different. They're Bethesda. That's true. Well, <laughs> heck, I mean... Some of the best stuff always comes out Fridays. True. True. Like Payday. Payday (laughs) always comes out on Friday. Yeah. (laughs) You're right. Twice. (laughs) Twice. Twice a month. Um, So I guess in terms of our Twitch schedule, we're going to kind of go with that. Just just at least, at the very least, tune in in Tuesdays. Actually, just keep a, a, what do you call, like following our Twitter because our Twitter keeps up to date really fast on that. Yeah, there Uh, and also, too, if you follow the Twitch account, uh, I know personally I, I release a, a broadcast of when I'm about to, or announce announcement of when I'm about to uh, start streaming about 15 to 30 minutes before. So if you just hit the little follow button on the Twitch site, then uh, you'll get those emailed to you as well. Oh. Yep. Because Corey's good like that. And uh, I guess as far as the Roundtable of Doom podcast, I think we were still trying to hash out details as to when that's actually going to start. Doom. Doom. Yeah, we, we actually – the concept of the Roundtable of Doom was so good that um, we have to thank Chris and we're actually branching off to a Round Doom Roundtable of Doom podcast. So um, we are still in – Lou of actually establishing a date for that, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna plead what uh, Chris was uh, saying, and uh, we're just gonna say that's tentative right now. So, tentative. but in any case, uh, I, I know there were a lot of releases, uh, whether they've been good or not. I was actually laughing at a post that Chris had posted uh, <laughs> regarding how many months in, and PlayStation Four had finally <laughs> released its first game. <laughs> so. On that note, <laughs> what has everyone really been playing? Um, you know, what are what are your guys' thoughts? And, and we're going to kind of get into this. So, just what have you guys been playing? First of all, I know Titanfall came out. Metal Gear Titanfall. Titanfall. Okay. That, that that. Oh wait, wait. I'm also Titanfall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to play. We're going to play the game. Is uh, this is not a concept that I came up with? We can thank Gerald for this. <laughs> oh yeah. So, oh, but hold on. There's there's a couple other games we're playing, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd like to 
to buzz in and say Titanfall, but that's because everyone's playing Titanfall. <laughs> and if you're not, you should be. Wait, am I playing Titanfall? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, <laughs> and then, like, recently you had, um, uh, you'd purchased Dark Souls 2, and actually that made me want to play Dark Souls 1, so for the past, like, three days I've been binging on Dark Souls 1. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, so is is Titanfall, you know, now that it's finally been released, I, I mean, is that going to be kind of a game tide changer for Xbox One, or is it going to just be pretty much another good game which didn't really move needles on the on the radar? I mean, do we do you eventually see Titanfall toppling, you know, the 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 game that they've capitalized so much on, the Call of Duty franchise? Chris, I'm gonna let you go first. Wait, do you think Titanfall is going to destroy me? Yeah, destroy Call of Duty, pretty much. Is um, this is kind of the end of Call of Duty? Because I know... You no, know, I, I honestly don't think so. Because Titanfall has a... a uh, you know, a, or I should say a brand exclusive exclusivity. Exclusivity? Where it's only going to Microsoft. It's going to 360, Xbox One, and PC. Um, and... Because they're not going to all the PlayStation uh, users, well, that's cutting out a lot. Well, Chris, they did they did announce that the Titanfall Two will not be exclusive; that that will be going to PlayStation uh, or Sony consoles as well. Yeah, but if well, I don't know, as far as far as for that, it's it doesn't seem like it's going to beat out Call of Duty. Well, maybe maybe in the next. Uh, edition of it because Call of Duty has kind of reached its peak. There's really nothing else they can add to it, and even Ghost didn't get as uh, as big of a hype as Black Ops Two or anything before that. Well, like for for instance, you know, is now that Titanfall came out, is that do you think that's going to put Microsoft on the map? And also, you know, with Titanfall, do you think that once Destiny is released, uh, you know, for Sony system that that that's going to be a well. De- is Destiny Destiny's not going to be a, a Sony exclusive, is it? No, it's everything. No. Okay. No. So, so do you think with with Destiny coming out that Titanfall is going to have some serious competition? Do you do you think there'll be a decline in numbers, or or again, has Titanfall kind of put Xbox One back on the map with in terms of the uh, you know competitiveness with well, with Sony? Well, the, with this, with the launch of uh, Titanfall, uh, Microsoft said that they increased their sales like ninety-seven percent for Xbox One. So a lot more people are going to the Xbox One now because of just Titanfall. Hmm. But I think the I, I think the biggest thing is that in the in the later future, like months from now, just like any game, people are going to get tired. They're going to get bored. They're going to fall off of it and go to the next big thing. That's why they put big games in, you know, in release frames every three months, every four months or so. So that way you have this this months and months of period just to play Titanfall. Then as soon as the next big game comes out, people are going to get tired. I admit I'll get tired of Titanfall. Uh, I'm still going to love it. I'm still going to play it. But once Elder Scrolls Online comes out, once Destiny comes out, once Watch Dogs comes out, I'm going to be playing those as well or beat those first before I even try to go back to Titanfall. So, I mean, do you, do you think that Titanfall was Microsoft's kind of sleeper cell? Like, they kind of they anticipated the bad rep in PR from, you know, since post-E3, actually prior E3 and post-E3 to now. Do you think they just kind of just sat and wait, 
took the took the bad PR and criticism in anticipation that this game would boost their sales significantly. I don't that think they, they did it on purpose. Comeback with well, I seriously don't think they did it on purpose. That doesn't sound like a Microsoft thing that they were just like, you know, take a, I mean, just take a gunshot to the head until they got a, a good game. I think what they're going to do is. It, or what they were trying to do was at least just get the console out with some very good games to start them off with, but all these other companies and all these other games had to keep getting pushed back to where it wasn't easy for them to keep games in stock up until Titanfall. But Titanfall did save them, yes. Well, so now, you, I know you're talking about Dark Souls 2. Yeah. You know, is it too difficult? You know, is, is it intimidating? Is it frustrating? You know, to to mainstream gamers, and and do mainstream gamers find it hard to connect with, and and really, how many deaths is too many deaths in that game, and and also Corey, yes, throwing your controller through the wall yet? <laughs> I have not. I I'm a very calm person. I don't know if you guys have met me yet, but I threw it through my head once. <laughs> there 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 was one time when Chris was there that I had to like I, had to, I threw I threw down the controller. I didn't throw it against the wall. I hit the floor with it, <laughs> but I did have to walk out of the room for a second or two. But yeah, no. In all honesty, like it's, I feel like like most games, like not every game is for everybody. First and foremost, like you can't expect one game to be able to be made for everybody. Once that happens, it's just a terrible game altogether. You usually get really really bad games, and we've seen that before in the past. Mm-hmm. But this this game is meant for the hardcore players. It's meant for um, the the people that are just looking for that challenge. Um, and in all honesty, too, in comparison to, to the first Dark Souls, um, it's actually a lot easier than uh, the first Dark Souls. I was actually going to say the same thing. Like uh, yeah. from just what you were playing, and what when I said I went back to play Dark Souls one. Yeah. I feel like I'm having such a hard time playing this game. Uh, I actually just barely rang the second bell after the game yeah. has been out for three years. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm. I, I think that Dark Souls. I think from Demon Souls to Dark Souls to Dark Souls Two, they've progressively gotten a little bit easier, mm-hmm. but they've also gotten a little bit longer and a little bit more to do. Yeah, like and all, like it's still it's still a very difficult game. Don't get me wrong by saying okay. that, but it, it's like in comparison because like. For an example, like you can pretty much clear a path to the boss. I remember with the first Dark Souls, the the very first boss after beating the tutorial, oh god, was ridiculous to get to. You had to go through like at least twenty twenty five enemies just to get to the boss, and hopefully you would have enough uh, Estus flask and your weapon wouldn't be would be fine. You had enough health to actually just go in there and fight them. Like, but, but I mean, what what is too hard? I mean, does that game does that re does that game redefine difficulty? I I mean, if you, I I understand making a game challenging, but but I mean, I I think you associate Dark Souls with death. I I mean, in a literal sense. I mean, you just like, do you think players are actually it's almost a repellent for for not not only mainstream players you know but but rpg fans whether they be hardcore or not hardcore do you think they look at that game and go you know screw that if i'm going to die you know 80% of the time than playing the game what's why is it worth playing i right. mean is it is it too hard i i wouldn't say that 
like the the way that I see dying in the game is a chance for you to learn from your mistakes. Like every death has something to learn from it, whether it be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much like say say you run into a new enemy, right? And this enemy has similar attack patterns as somebody else, and so you automatically assume that it's just like all the other ones, and then you just get hit right in the side of the head with the sword, and you end up dying in one hit. Like, after after that one death, because, like, in all honesty, like, you make one mistake, you pay for it very, very, very much so. Like, you just get hit, almost half your life goes away, but you learn from that mistake to where you go. Like, in all honesty, like, past the streams, because the last two streams that I've done has been on Dark Souls 2, and past those streams, especially yesterdays, I uh, I went further and I ended up beating three bosses within two hours after the stream had ended just because of the fact that I had died so many times before. I learned from my mistakes about the enemies and the bosses and everything. So, so do, you think, <clears throat> do you think that Dark Souls maybe captures more, um, more realism as an RPG? Like... You know, I, I know in games like, uh, you know, a lot of the mainstream titles like Final Fantasy, you know, they, they, they go based off life points and mana and materia historically and all this other stuff where you could just get hit, heal yourself, get hit, heal yourself, get hit, heal yourself. Do you think this game applies a more realistic mechanic to it to where realistically if you get hit by a sword, I mean, you're really going to – you're really pretty much practically going to be half dead if not dead. So, I mean, for, do you think maybe that is is an, is an appealing factor for this game? I would say so. Like, I just I just think the challenge overall, like, in, all, like, in the game itself, there's ways to heal yourself. But even with healing yourself, you have to be strategic about it. Like, when you go and you fight bosses and you get hit one time and 90% of your health is gone, you don't want to just pop a hill right there because you're going to be stuck in animation for 5 to 10 seconds which is plenty of time for them to hit you again which will end up killing you but like it, in my opinion it brings it back to when we were kids and how hard games were in the past like they're very it's a very unforgiving game similar to like Mario take Mario for example Super Mario 1 you get hit once you die at the very beginning of the game. That little first little Goomba, you get hit by that once, you die. You get do that three times in a row, game over, right? It's yeah. very it's very unforgiving, and most games today are not unforgiving. They're very very lenient. Of oh, you made a mistake. Well, here's a little hill potion, or <laughs> hey, you got shot. Let's just hide behind this box and make your health go back up, and you'll be fine. Go back out there, sucker. Right. <laughs> I mean, but but you're right though. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of RPGs out there that really, uh, you know, if you if you die, it's not something as significantly impacting as playing four hours in Dark Souls, um, dying, and then you're like, holy crap! I just have to go through another three hours to get back to right where I was. And and in that sense, you're absolutely right. I think it is very unforgiving because, I mean. If you spent six hours trying to get to some place and then die and for whatever reason have to go back through that again, I mean, you're definitely going to – I mean, you're definitely going to say to yourself, 
wow, well, I'm definitely not doing that again. <laughs> right, right. And like, like I said, it, it, it forces you to be cautious. It forces you to, because like, say, say if you're dying, like all, because the, the game currency and the way that you level up, the way that you purchase stuff is all through souls that you collect from what you kill. And once you die, all the souls that you're carrying, unless you have a certain ring on, you drop. And if you die again on the way to, to pick those up, if you don't pick them up before you die again, you lose all of it. And there was one time, and Chris was sitting next to me when it happened, when I lost like about 20, what was it, like 20,000, 25,000? Something, something like, like that. that, yeah. Like I lost so many souls and I was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's because I wasn't, I wasn't being cautious. I was being reckless when I played it. I got greedy when I was playing and I paid for it, you know. But like I said, it's it's very similar to, to older games to where if you if you mess up the game will will grab onto that and it will make you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean <clears throat> Chris, did you have anything else to add on that? Well, it's it's just a hard game. He, he basically hit the right part, parts. He, he doesn't want to make it sound easy, but he doesn't want to make it sound like it's the most impossible thing ever. Because right. uh, it people, is people it is people's beating it. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's uh, I'm watching speedrunners do it in like four hours or less, beating the game with every boss or so. Uh, someone I think beat the game just skipping most of the bosses in about an hour and thirty minutes. So I mean, the game can be beaten, and there's millions of ways that people are finding out how to beat this game. But if you want that challenge, if that's what you're looking for, it is for those people that, for those gamers that are hardcore into their games and want to have a challenge where they're not in Call of Duty, running through on Veteran, not dying once, and just beating it in six, seven hours. Yeah, yeah. So it's best just to to say that it's not easy, but it's not impossible either. Yeah, it's definitely definitely challenging. It It makes you think about what you're going to do in the game it's going to make you like think outside the box on a lot of stuff and it's it's a lot it's a lot better experience playing than something like popcorn shooters mm-hmm. well so but, on now on the i know we're kind of switching gears here to to another game though um since uh you know dark souls is available both on playstation and xbox correct Mm-hmm. That is correct. For not cur- not the new current gen, but 360 and PS3. Yeah, so not not new new gen, but but newer. Not the newest gen, but new gen. Yeah. Okay. It's on, so, well, some people call it current gen. Oh well, yeah. There you go. Current yeah. then. Um. So now uh, now we I know we I had made a comment regarding uh <laughs> regarding your Facebook post earlier, Chris. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Is Infinite, Infamous Second Sum, which I've never actually really historically been too much a fan of the game. I uh, then again, I, in all fairness, I, I didn't really play it through. I think I maybe either watched somebody play it or maybe played the demos or whatever. But Infamous Second Sun, now that the game is, has been released, you know, is, is that PlayStation 4's answer? I know, I know, Watch Dogs was kind of it's it's it, it, it was kind of the big dog that they were waiting to. Uh, Waiting to release, however, Infamous Second Son, I know historically, has kind of been, um, you know, one of one of Sony's cornerstones uh, next to, you know, next to uh, Drake from Uncharted. But is this game, is this game going to be like so many others of Sony's first party titles, you know, in, in recent years? And 
<laughs> Gerald, Gerald, Gerald. Uh, or is it going <laughs> to... Sorry. Go, going through reading some notes that Gerald provided us. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm not going to be repeating that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is that going to be like so many of Sony's first party titles and it is going to kind of dry up by this summer or is that something that's that's going to uh, blossom there you go Gerald um, or is that something that's going to blossom to to grow into something that, that would potentially help Sony or is this going to long term just be a hindrance or or is it just kind of right in the middle where it's uh, it's a game it's, a, it's one more game that Sony actually has that people may want to buy I think it's going to be a lot like the first two. I mean, they're going to be big hot sellers, uh, and they'll sell for a while. And I'd probably say up until even the holidays, they're going to keep selling. They might not increase sales throughout the holidays, but they'll they'll keep a steady rate of it going because it is PlayStation 4's first big title that they actually have. Killzone, which was eh, and Knack, which was okay as well, but they weren't they weren't AAA titles. I, I I would never have given them a AAA title ranking or anything like that. So, Infamous and its story and the way it's running and it's been getting. I mean, by claiming it's a really good PS4 game, it puts out the graphics that PS4 was meant to have, as well as it shows a great story that Infamous fans love. So, I think it's going to be great once they get the word of mouth out. Once everyone's seeing, oh, this is a great game. Well, I'm going to buy it anyways. So they buy it then, but after after people play it and they're done, it's traded in until the next big game comes out. There's really no other. Uh, there's nothing else to keep them coming back over and over again. So there, and it doesn't seem I, like a long game either. I mean, so in a sense, they're they're kind of impositioning people and forcing them because really, outside of Call of Duty, I mean, Infamous is really the only game that's even worth purchasing. Yeah, I mean, to depending on the person themselves, but to most hardcore gamers, if they need to get something, then they're obviously going to get that now because there's nothing else coming out for the PS4 in a while. Um, but, you know, with the millions of people that play Call of Duty or Assassin's Creed or Battlefield, they probably beat those back in November or December. So for right now, this is just going to hold them off until uh, possibly Destiny. That might be yeah, the I think Destiny will be there next. PlayStation is going to love. Yeah, but now, now you know something. A topic that parallels this though is, you know, Sony Sony had just released a tentative list of appro- approximately about a hundred games, you know, due out on the PS4 uh, by the end of 2014, end of fourth quarter. You know, now normally this would be like you know freaking outstanding news, but you know, if you examine it a little bit closer. There's actually a minimal number of first-party titles that Sony's actually coming out with. And I know that IGN had made mention um, – I was flipping through my Facebook feed – had made mention that you know The Last of Us was going to be coming to PlayStation 4 with the DLC included in it, which I thought was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, is, this, is this something that's kind of concerning that, that you know, out of approximately 100 games and we don't have – I don't have a figure right off the top of my head of – how many of that percentage will end up being first party titles in the end if, if that number doesn't you know fluctuate up or down by the time that you know 2014 fourth quarter hits um, however are they becoming more like Microsoft who 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 has been so reliant on their second third party titles now for for some time or you know will this do people really care <laughs> I guess 
you know, as long as it's a good game that people are enjoying, do they really care whether it's a first or third party title? And it, you know, how may or may that not impact Sony in the long run? Well, as far as Sony, I think that they they truly only have three big AAA titles, like tri- like exclusives to them, first party AAA titles. One of them, Infamous, just came out. Another one, Uncharted, which has been announced, and a third one, God of War. Now, with God of War, though, that could be dying off. I mean, the last one wasn't the biggest thing. Santa Monica Studios is working on something, but they haven't announced what. Could be a fifth one, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but I don't know if they're, if all of their customers, all of Sony's uh, PlayStationers, are focused too much on just those. Because now, with all these third-party titles like Watch Dogs and Destiny and Elder Scrolls Online, so many people are coming out with other great games. They, they'd rather just play those uh, instead of waiting once a year for a, third, for a first-party title to actually come out that's going to blow their mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think logistically when it comes down to it, you know, I mean... First party, third party, third party, second party. I mean, who really gives a crap? I mean, you know, it's. Just, I just want to play a good game. Exactly. Yeah. I want to play a good game. Who who cares? Uh, you know, am I going to sit here and go, ah, you know what? I don't think I should get a PS4 because Sony only came out with four first party titles in the last year. Who cares? I mean, you know, I I I don't know. I I mean, you know, something else that. You know, again, another topic that kind of parallels this one with X- Xbox One, for instance. The Xbox One bundle, um, either with Forza Motorsports Five or Titanfall, is now being listed in several uh, several outlets for four forty nine versus the uh, you know which is fifty bucks off of their normal retail price of four ninety nine. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is this an omission of guilt by Microsoft? Are they feeling were they feeling the heat too much, and they're like, you know, hey, you know, crap, we should have lowered it to begin with, you know, hey, let's throw Titanfall, which of course is the most probably probably the most popular game on Xbox One right now, and drop the price. I mean It seems like they're giving away a lot. And Yeah, exactly. And I think it's actually a good smart move. I don't know if they'd planned this before or what's been going on, but Microsoft got really smart by dropping it fifty bucks because not only, like I said earlier, they raised their uh, their sales over ninety percent uh, for the Xbox One. Now that they're dropping the price, it's going to raise the sales even more. Like they're just going to keep selling. And I think, and and I don't know if this is true. I'm just going off of like, oh, I predict. I'm predicting this happening. PS4 every month has been claiming, oh, we have now sold this many consoles. We have sold this many consoles. We have sold this many consoles to basically say, look what we're selling. And then they come at Microsoft saying, oh, Microsoft's not stating their numbers. I think that they're waiting. They're they're like PlayStation will set up and they're at six point something million now. In the next few months, because Microsoft is dropping prices and adding free first party title games. So Microsoft is doing this great deal now. Fifty dollars off plus a free sixty dollar game. Now, PlayStation for the past few months has been bragging about how many consoles are selling and then commenting saying Microsoft isn't telling us, they're not saying how much they've had, yada 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 yada. But I think what Microsoft is going to do is they're going to play this off as now that they're selling so many consoles with Titanfall coming out, now that they're going to start selling even more because it's $50 off as well, I think they're going to come out in the next month, two, three, four months. 
demos and basically just come out and say, by the way, now we're being PlayStation with 10 million console sales, something along those lines. I, I think that they're building up to to just right now working uh, at having better sales or better publicity than than Sony. And it's working, at, at least from what I've seen. There's more news about Xbox on every social network and every uh, gaming website, including ours, because Microsoft is doing more things right now. Well, and, and you know, it's just, you know, I, I think some of it is too, is that, you know, it's like Sony's in like a pissing match with Microsoft. And it, I, I think here's, here's what irritates me about Sony is that, okay, 400 bucks for the console. That's great and dandy, but it's $65 for a freaking remote. I, I mean, you're not really saving anything. Wait, sixty five from who? For for so uh, for Sony's remote. It's sixty, but oh, I thought it was sixty five. No, it's sixty dollars plus tax will bring it to sixty five, depending on where you live. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I'm saying if you live in Oregon, then there's no sales tax. So uh, I know where I I'm buying my controllers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you I'm should buy a car. Forty five. <laughs> no, go buy a car up there and then drive it back down. It's probably going to save you so much more money. Just don't let anybody ask <laughs> to look at your feet. Because they'll start sucking your toes. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> there was a Walmart. There, I think it was a Walmart that <laughs> some guy. Did you, did you walk into some place and then talk to a lady and say, can I suck on your toes? No. That was Nick, so that funny. sounds like something you would do. <laughs> that was somebody else, I swear. <laughs> His name just happened to be Nick. Oh. <laughs> I just read that article. I'm like, man, I'm freaking sickos, man. <laughs> Crap. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, but still, I mean, give, give or take the sales tax. I'll make a correction. So let's just say 65 bucks. You, you're not. That's like you can get a game for as much as you just pay for a remote. So you're not even really the Xbox controller is the same amount. Oh, that's that, the thing is the Xbox and the PlayStation. They, aside from the console, they are matched everything in price for their games, for their their controllers. Their accessories. Not the camera, not the, the, the no. camera comes free with the Xbox, technically, so that's why. Well, let me pitch this to you. If if Microsoft theoretically dropped their price down another fifty dollars and still included one game, who do you that's think? Blasphemy. Who who do you think? <laughs> who do you think would win in the sales? Do you think Sony would uh, edge with Destiny? Do you mean like? If if they started over fresh, let's say they had sold no consoles, or they they wiped the slate clean and s- said from tomorrow when they're both four hundred dollars, who would sell more? Yeah, Xbox, because they're including a free game, and because they've already had that bad reputation of being five hundred, and if people have that mentality of oh I'm actually saving a hundred, mm-hmm. they're going to be like I'm saving a hundred, getting a free sixty dollar game. Okay. And, well, anyone can put that in their head and say that's a better buy. In all fairness, in all fairness, let's give Sony a free game too. Okay, let's say that Sony was coming out with Watch. Give them anything, and it's not better than Titanfall. Well, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> say Sony was bundling up, same price, same price, same price of the consoles across okay. the board. Let's yeah. say Sony was coming bundled with Watch Dogs or Infamous Second Son. It is coming out with Watch Dogs, but that's not the point. Well, I'm just saying, let's just say we're saying if they were honestly clean, clean slate, they were starting over yep. again. Yep. If, if, at, let's just say at the time that they released that they were, they were bundling up with Watch Dogs or 
Infamous Second Son versus Forza, Forza Motorsports 5 and Titanfall on the Xbox One, who would win in the console war? I still think Xbox. Even, I, yeah? Even I, I still think with everything that's been going on, the initial sales of Xbox dropped because so many people were still under the mentality of Xbox has to always be online or they have to do this. The stuff they announced back in June last year. And because of that, people did not know that Xbox had changed their mind multiple times to, to adjust it. If they talked to somebody or if they if they went to a place that, that basically said, here's everything from this, here's everything from that, choose your console – they're, at the same price, Xbox has so much more to offer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, it's just some some food for thought. And, you know, and, and we didn't really put this pitch in, but if you folks out there have any, you know, do you have any opinions about this or, any, I mean, you want to tell us we're wrong, you know, we sometimes talk about rather pointless and random things on here, but um, they're not pointless to us, just to let you know. Um, which is why we're discussing them. So feel free to shoot us an email at info at yourgamesource.com. There's your, <laughs> there's your plug. Um, but no, seriously, I, I think, I think Chris and I are in a, are on a position here. We would like your feedback because I'm curious. I would be curious to see, we should put a poll out just out of curiosity with the same topic. And I would be curious to see how many, how many individuals out of that would, would vote for Xbox One um, over PlayStation Four. We we should pitch that to the team. I think that I think that would be an interesting poll. What do you think? I vote for Xbox. <laughs> anyway, I just want supposed to be anonymous, Chris. Come on. <laughs> oh, whoops, my bad. I mean, no, I vote for. We we got it. We got Nintendo sixty four. We got to get to break. So I just want to bring out one more thing so for us to discuss before we go to break. Um, Walmart recently announced that as of um, as of this recording day, so as of wait now, Walmart, the same place that there was a toe sucking incident, <laughs> the same place there was a toe sucking <laughs> incident twice. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you need to stop going to that same Walmart. <laughs> it wasn't even the same state. For <laughs> <It was a, laughs> Nick, you travel fast. <laughs> as of three twenty six, twenty fourteen. They're, they are now accepting used video games in trade uh, for, as trading value for gift cards that can be used anywhere. That's right. Anywhere in their store or on their site. What? Is, is this a new retail revelation? Something that GameStop, the GameStop juggernaut, should be concerned about and seeing how it's just every other attempt to kind of thwart GameStop has backfired. Can this sales model be successful where others have failed? Of course, because now you can trade in Call of Duty Black Ops 2 to buy yourself a gallon of milk. <laughs> a toast oven. That's, that's definitely for the college folks, right? There you go. That <laughs> is why Walmart's going to win. <laughs> In all honesty, it, it, really, it really comes down to how much they, they're going to offer if they're going to actually have competing trade-in prices with... Uh, Places like GameStop or Best Buy that do trading games, um, or if they're like going to be able to match uh, the different promotions that both places are doing, I like think it's information it, they haven't released yet. Yeah, but like I said, it's it's really up in the air. We can't really say 
if it's going to be successful or not without being able to see what type of prices they're going to be able to offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, you, you I, think about it, there's sometimes GameStop says, you know, when you trade in to get the new Zelda game, you get 20 extra percent. I mean, that kind of stuff, if Walmart's just like, oh, we're just a flat rate, that's about it, they might not. But but again, is the incentive to, I, I mean, realistically, let's say you had a, a bunch of old PS3 games, I mean, is is the incentive still greater to trade in a bunch of old games at Walmart? And I mean, let's just say necessarily you needed a new TV or something, and you know to to get you needed a you just bought an Xbox One or PS4 from wherever, mm-hmm. uh, and you needed a new television. So you, I mean, obviously if you traded all your games at GameStop to get a new game. Is it going to be more beneficial to trade all the, in all that there to get a new game, or trade a bunch of stuff in over at Walmart? Which of which we'd like to clearly state again, we don't know the stipulations of their advertising agreements or whether they'll be do price matching or advertisement matching. But theoretically, I mean, you kind of have a lot more varying options and and thing, Even though that I think GameStop's kind of adopted some, you know, with the iPods, the iPads, and some of the mobile devices, you're able to kind of trade stuff in for now, but. I think I think there's actually a considerable incentive. I mean, Walmart's a conglomerate. I mean, I don't know. I think I think there's a really big incentive there for them. I, I think that that's again, like Corey said, dependent on the fact of whether or not they are going to honor advertisement agreements and things like that. If they do, I think GameStop's going to be really, really, really damaged by that. Um, but like. That's gonna one thing the electronic side of it, because like I said, places like Best Buy, like personally, I go through Best Buy just because of their Gamers Club unlocked, but just like it gives you a little bit extra, right? Yeah. But instead of just looking at the the electronic side of it, because like how you just said that people at Walmart can trade in their games to go towards a new TV, you can do the same thing at Best Buy. But I think like the bigger picture is that they had, that Walmart offers a lot more stuff than any of the other places that trades in games, as far as groceries, clothes, uh, tires for your car. Like there's so much more that that you have buying power for through Walmart than any other place. But like it all comes down to, you know, is it going to be is it going to be worth my while? Going to Walmart to trade in games. Well, well. Plus, I think I, I, I think again, and, and not to make stereotypical assumptions of, of gamers in general, but I, I think when when typically, and this is typically because I mean, you know, you have all different kinds of genres of, of gamers, from hardcore to just parents who just buy crap for their kids and don't even know what they're buying. I, I, I think I think that's really that's the gap. And that's the that's the demographics you need to really look at. And that's, you know, will the average parent buying video games for their kids go like be incentivized to go to Walmart and go, oh hey, you know, listen, we're freaking broke this week. Let me go trade in a couple of games so we can buy some some groceries. I think I think when you look at that demographic population, that's where you're going to see a lot of people. Maybe 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 not a lot of people, but you're going to see you're going to see people. Whether large, a large turnout or not is is really theoretically it's it's hard it's hard to say, but when you're talking hardcore gamers, I mean like you know and you guys can attest to this for as much as you play games. I mean, 
if you go in and trade in games, you're trading games to get games. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's really – I think that's a different mechanic and physical altogether. I mean I personally, when I go to Walmart, I don't really see a really great selection versus GameStop has – I mean GameStop has – as much as I really don't like GameStop, they have a fairly decent selection and they really just have – that shop is dedicated to games and I think that really – that's really more for, you know. That's really more for gamers. I, I I don't know. I mean, that that's hard to say. I mean, I I I think it really, I think when you break it down, it's really dependent on the demographics that, you know, that go with hardcore, not so hardcore, parents just buying games for the kids. You yeah. Know? Well, like I would even consider too, like if a parent's going to be like purchasing anything, or if a parent's going to be involved in their children's like purchasing and trading in games one like walmart never really staffs their departments like how often do you have a, a walmart associate come up to you and ask you if you have any questions on anything yeah but who knows this might be at the customer service there's always someone at customer service well yeah there's always someone at customer service but, but even even like once once you get that gift card like how how if you're going to if you're there to purchase another game or if you're if you're there to like pretty much use that in the same area of what you're trading in like you know that there's not going to be anybody there to answer any questions no as I mean, far as walmart as customer as, service universally sucks doesn't matter what store and what state and what city you go into universally it's just bad customer service right i i absolutely agree with you like i think like all in all i don't think it's going to i think it's they're going to take a little bit of the market share away from gamestop and other gaming places but as far as like shutting shutting game stops down and stuff it's not gonna happen now there's gonna have to be some serious things in place to I, I think i think they're gonna offshoot some of the traffic going to gamestop but maybe not i'll have to rescind my comment from earlier i i don't know if necessarily i should, I should use the word you know crush or however i may have put it i don't even freaking remember but um <laughs> Goes to show you, I'm I'm already getting tired, but, um, but you know, I, I don't think, yeah, I I have to agree with you. I'm certainly crush or destroy GameStop, but I, I think it will impact its sales in some, in some degree. Um, no. But uh, yeah, I completely agree with that. Did you have anything to add before we shoot off the break about this? Mm, no, not at all. No? Just uh, all right. I, I think if Walmart's going to keep a if they're going to keep up with this trade-in thing, they should probably keep you out of it so you're not licking the toes of all the people trying to trade-in. <laughs> and on that note, we are going to go ahead and head to break. <laughs> the game source hot button. What the f***? And boom goes the dynamite. Yeah. What the f***? I pride myself on offending the general public. <laughs> Angry Nick mad. Another beautiful day in paradise. Can someone remind me? I thought it was a video game podcast. All right, folks, back from break. And <laughs> well, before you throw that in there, I kind of want to, I kind of want to announce something. Like, what? I'm just gonna throw. Like, no one knows I'm doing this. This is like a surprise. What the f, Chris? What are you what? doing? Yeah, I'm coming in with a surprise right now, like I always do. So, um, Dungeon Defenders is free for Xbox 360 Live members. Nice. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because, Corey, do you remember? We almost bought that game. 
Yeah, yeah we did. So, just so free. On that, on that, play. Surprise with, is over. <laughs> with the excitement in video game industry now, centered around the virtual reality experiences, <laughs> and the most recent Game Developers Conference producing not one, not two, but three companies developing VR headsets, with Sony announcing its project Morpheus. Headset designed specifically for the PlayStation 4. Microsoft declaring that, yeah, they too are making one as well. Of course they are, because they wouldn't be Microsoft, and they wouldn't be Sony if they weren't trying to kill each other. This is to compete with the now infamous Oculus Rift. Of course, I'm sure you've heard recent news about Facebook buying it for $2 billion. Um, Before you go on, I know you told me not to say this, but I'm going to give a little pause so it can be edited out, but... Facebook for that. <laughs> I actually have a funny little. Uh, I have a little funny little insert. Actually, since we're on the topic, hold on. Let me let me let me find it. This is actually from Happy Place from eCards. They said, um, <laughs> they said uh, the social media website Facebook has shocked the world by purchasing the virtual reality headset maker Oculus VR for two billion dollars. The technology will initially be used for Facebook's online gaming options, but could eventually branch out into things that people actually give a <laughs> about. <laughs> uh, I think they said it best in that entire, <laughs> that entire that You know what, though? Thing, I think they said it best. What, what I hate with this, I mean, you might get into this later, but... I was so excited for the for the Oculus, and I almost went and bought a dev kit just so I can mess with it and actually try it out. Once I heard this Facebook thing, I was like, I don't want to buy this to play Farmville and in th- virtual reality. Well, that's what I'm, it's like. What a stupid, what a stupid concept to just. Uh, I I mean I don't know where they were going with. I mean they they must just have money to throw away because I, I mean really. That just that that makes no sense. Just what you said. You're gonna buy a freaking VR system, uh, a huge honkering headset to play Farmville on. Really? I know. I know. Gerald wanted us to point this out, but he had a blog that he recently put on, which you can check out at www.yourgamesource.com. Elvis Lip. <laughs> yes, Elvis lives. Yes, Elvis lives. Elvis lives. Yeah, I'm sure. He'll, I'm sure he'll, he'll uh, give me crap about that later. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, wow. I don't. I don't know. Where, I'm kind of at a loss of words for this. <laughs> I, I mean, is it just like? I I don't know. What are you guys' opinion on that? I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, Facebook. Why? I. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, is this something that realistically? I, I know we're kind of in the twenty-first. We've kind of, actually we've kind of perpetuated past past twenty-first century at this point. But I, I mean, I, I think having seen them, you know, kind of briefly at CES, I mean, these goggles aren't by any stretch of the means uh, a small and sleek. I mean, these are like giant freaking scuba gear you put on your face. I, I, I mean, is this something that we project ten years? from now is going to be something that is this just kind of a fad is it something that's gonna gonna really be an integrated part of the of of gaming hardware and software or is this something they're really going to push or is this one of those things where people go oh well virtual reality i i guess that's kind of cool and and then two years from now they're like 
VR, Oculus Prime. Wasn't that something off Transformers? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I mean, what do you what do you guys think about the 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 life of this? Is this just kind of one of those things where maybe Facebook was just trying to uh, trying to make a statement by buying something a technology that's eventually going to die? I don't think it's going to die. I think they're seeing what's going to happen in the future as very prominent and they want to be the they want to be up on the forehand of it. I mean, most people right now they barely know of Sony's version or anything else. Most people are saying virtual reality right now is Oculus. So if they own it, they're almost owning virtual reality. Considering, you know, just a few weeks ago Facebook also bought that that app WhatsApp and it's it, it, they bought it for like $16 billion. It was even more ridiculous. And now I think they're trying to get ahead of what's going to be coming out in the future and buying it all so that way Facebook has the upper hand in this world. I think it's a smart call what they're doing. Corey, what do you think? I already stated what I think about it. <laughs> I think he loves it. <laughs> I think that oh my god these prices um, <laughs> sorry guys I'm multitasking and the way that I'm doing this is not it's not no I'm sorry anyways I think that what Chris said about like them like you said that Nick you as you that I'm talking about you said that are they buying something that's just going to die out and Chris says no they see it as the future. In my opinion, I think it is going to die out because of the fact that Facebook bought it and not the way that it's supposed to be. Yeah. But like with, with really taking away the potential that it could have, it could have had any potential it could have had Facebook just stripped it of that. Oh yeah. I completely agree. They should, they should not have done that. I don't think they well, you know, the, the people that are there, that made the deal, you know, I'm sure all they saw was the money and were like, oh, there's no way that we'd make this type of money outside of this, so let's just go ahead and take it now. You know, I feel that that, that just really sucks and it breaks my heart and I just want to cry. But it'll be all right. It'll be okay. <laughs> well, but, like Sony, Sony and Microsoft's doing it, so... Hopefully there'll be better inter- iteration with the, the the consoles, and so I think that ultimately it might be better for us gamers having the the actual companies that make the consoles that we play on make these three D systems versus this unknown company that took millions of dollars from a bunch of people just to sell out the f- Facebook. I'm sorry, I had to say it. But yeah, you know, they completely sold out and they're just like, oh, hey, well, you know, we, they put it up on Kickstarter, made a whole bunch of money off of that, got all these backers, and then behind everybody's backs, they sell it out to Facebook. And I think that's a terrible thing due to the community that you're working for. And that's, that's like dishonorable. That is very dishonorable. Like if I'm, if they were in Japan, they'd be falling on their swords right now. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. That's it's. It breaks my heart to see something like that happen, but it's it's a very very 
dishonorable thing to do for sure. Well, I mean, I, I guess uh, we will. That that is something uh, us and probably every other freaking media outlet on Facebook and other so, every other social media site will be keeping an eye out for. So. We are the number one place, at least we think so, to uh, check out the latest and greatest and all that is gaming news and multimedia. On that note, uh, I just want to say thank you, gentlemen. We'll put our plugs in, and I think we'll call it a night for tonight. Unless anybody else has anything to add on the dishonorable, terrible, horrible, and just downright sickening thing, thanks, Facebook, that you did to gamers. Bastards. Right. <laughs> uh, and once once uh, virtual reality hits up, then I might have to go thank uh, Facebook for for doing it right. Because who knows? They might actually they might actually help uh, some other companies improve their their stuff. So they might have actually done a good thing. We'll just have to wait a couple decades to see. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, thank you everybody as always for tuning in with us. Uh, remember. Uh, you can check us out on uh, man. We're on we're on pretty much everything now. Uh, yeah. Make sure to check us out at www.yourgamesource.com for the latest and greatest in all that is gaming news and multimedia, like I just said. And you can find us on Twitter at our handle Game Source. Check us out on Facebook at Game Source and on our YouTube channel at yourgamesource.dotcom.com. And like we mentioned at the beginning. We have some awesome freaking content. Check it out, duh, on Tuesdays because, uh, man, Tuesday is really the only day that matters uh, because Corey will be on there. True. And we got a lot of great content coming up. We got E3 right around the corner, which we were discussing during break. But we're going to save that greatness for uh, when Corey, Chris, and I, because the rest of our freaking crew bail out on us this time. Yeah, freaking crew. <laughs> Uh, we will be bringing content live from the show to you this year. Uh, oh, live! So, well, don't worry. We're, it's not that we're going to be they, uh, alone. <laughs> like we have uh, Gerald working from uh, from command. Yeah, we do have Gerald working from command center. So he he he'll be a part of the live streaming live, live stream content. But hey, thank you, gentlemen, for being a part of tonight's podcast, and thank you, folks, for tuning in. Remember, check us out at www.yourgamesource.com for all that is gaming, news, and multimedia. Check us out on our Twitch channel and our Vine for as much stuff as we probably throw up on there. And like Corey said, uh, just make sure to check us out on Twitch and like us on there because then um, Corey is nice enough, being the nice guy he is, to let you guys know that when he will be on. So come on, give the guy some love. I do like me some loving. Yeah. <laughs> like Mick love it. Thanks guys. Have a good night and until next time, Rivadenchi. Good, good night. night. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>